0: welcome back cardboard addicts to a new episode a new year even uh, it'll be 2024 by the time you're seeing this uh, wild to think about um, but we're ready for it we got some cool topics uh, we're starting off with what were the most expensive cards I think this would be of the English side specifically for 2023 I mm-hmm. uh, kind mm-hmm. of just giving our thoughts on the situation as far as Pokemon uh, what we're gonna expect with 2024 we got some new Japanese stuff uh, coming. This month, actually, for January, and uh, some updates from Nostalgics. Exciting news there. Uh, And of course, we'll do our pickups of the week. So uh, exciting, exciting, exciting stuff. Uh, Unfortunately, Mm -hmm. Ren and Zen are not here. Uh, Ren is, it's still technically the holidays, right? So Ren's uh, hanging out with some family and stuff. Zen is partying with family. Zen is is dealing with fireworks and a dog he's watching. He's out partying with his neighbor and dog. Uh, but Sudan and I are here. Uh, we don't party. Things yeah, we're we're homebodies. We don't like people. Um, but Sudan, what have you been up to this past week, man? I mean, we're we had Christmas. How was your actual Christmas? Now that we can talk about how Christmas was, how did that go for you? I worked sick. <laughs> yeah, it was. I mean, it
1: was a four-hour shift. I worked. I did ended up not going to Denver just because it was just not something that would have worked. So that's kind of a disappointment, but. I uh, spent the rest of the week playing Final Fantasy Fourteen MMO.
0: Um, I mean, honestly, though, that's chill. It was a lot like of... Like hat Like the hat the- says. Like the hat says. Chill. Yeah. Um, nothing else during the week, though? I mean, I know you probably worked other days and stuff. Not that you need to speak on every single day you worked, but...
1: Nope, I worked Christmas, and then I worked today. So, I mean, I had the rest oh, wow. of the week off, so it was pretty nice. It was pretty chill week honestly um i mean i i didn't have to drive anywhere which is would have been all right um but honestly i'm I'm glad i kind of did it because i mean i got a lot of game time that i've been kind of craving over the last because holidays are busy with travel and moving and doing all the different stuff and it is like i haven't felt like i've really had a time to sit even though i've really had time to sit
0: but i still yeah Yeah, yeah, uh, i know what you
1: mean it was good how about you? Yeah, we
0: did you have a good uh week. Yeah, I mean Christmas was good, you know, got to see both sides of the family and everything, so that was cool. Uh got a lot of Pokemon stuff, like boy howdy, a lot of Pokemon stuff. Um boy howdy. You know, well, the crappy thing's been the weather, it's been more dreary, rainy, on and off during days and stuff. But other than that, I mean I've been off all week too, so you know, just hanging out. Um, I did get some cool Steady games. Yeah, well, I got some cool games, so I'm excited to play those. Um, I bought the DLC for Pokemon. So actually, I think going forward, I'm going to try to do the Edith method at least of streaming at least once a week again. Um, and I need to do some research on how to do the dual streaming for Twitch and Kick. Um, but the links for both of those should be down below. So uh, check back. I'll be making announcements on my Is Instagram. still and kicking? Of-
1: I, th- I yeah. know there's a lot of, like, always con- always controversy. They're always trying to
0: do it. Yeah. Well. well, I think the problem is Twitch, is Twitch is not great due to the money aspect of things, and now all their weird things they've been getting into. Kick is also weird, but the money's there for now anyways. So it's kind of like, I don't know. I mean, both could definitely fail. Uh, neither would surprise me. <laughs> so, You know it is what it is, Um, but we'll see. Again, I'm just gonna try to do like once a week, maybe twice a week. Hopefully, would be cool, but we'll see. Um, And try to do your
1: streams, man. People should check out his streams. He's he's uh once in a while he shows his face. Other times (laughs) he doesn't. He's got a really shitty chair spin. One day we'll get him to do that. Pretty all right. But are you gonna
0: bring back the pack redemptions? Well, I guess that's the weird thing. Is Twitch has obviously all the channel points. Whereas Kick does not, as far as I know, at least, at least until like where I'm at, so I'm not um, affiliate. Uh, an affiliate or any whatever. So, um, but I guess technically, if I mean if I'm streaming on both, right? I gotta I gotta go with the the flow. I mean, I've got a whole bunch of packs set aside for it, so technically yes. And I actually did get um, not to skip two pickups of the week just yet, but uh, I did get even more of like the discount pins and stuff for Christmas. So oh, nice. That was. That was one of those things, you know, that would be cool to put towards something like that too, or just, you know, cheap packs to open in general, but, um, but yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, but it things off from there, uh, we're going to look at the most expensive cards of 2023. Now this is according to, uh, TCG player, right? Uh, and again, I think these are specifically talking about, um, about the English side of things because definitely there's certain Japanese cards I know are way more expensive and they're not on here. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna predict.
1: Yeah, I, I can predict. Right? That we, we Yeah, I was we gonna think. say. I was gonna say. So let's have, have some
0: it? fun with this. So, as honest as we can be, Sudan has not seen this. Nope. He's and he can't see it right now. So normally we have on the side. There's like you know our screens. I have not shared it yet, so he can't see. What do you think? I, I was gonna like, yeah, like I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, you put yeah. it up there, so I'm
1: curious. What, what, what do you think is the, the most
0: expensive card English wise right now? Like. I guess it's probably also saying like, av- or I guess it says market prices as of December 27th. So I'm going to say probably that Crystal
1: Charizard or the Merriam. This says special art. The Crystal Charizard from the latest set. Oh, wait, no. You said English. You said
0: English. Mm-hmm. English, English only. At least. I don't know. Yes, that is not the most expensive, but that is on the list. That's number six according to this. And then I, I would have to say Miriam would probably be one of the top ones on there. Mm-mm. And I got throw out my boy Stunfisk. <laughs> <laughs> there is no Stunfisk. Three of which I know for sure you won't guess because they're not like main set things. Um, so you're is it you're the Goldindo not... the Goldindo card? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would I would have laughed my ass off. if That one was. All right, so I'll go ahead and share the screen just so we can all we can all see it now. Um, but most of these do not surprise me, or uh, some. When you think about it, though, some won't surprise Van you. God, either, I guess. of course. Yeah, so Van Gogh is number one. Uh, the radiant Charizard. I think this artwork is from the Crown Zenith, but it's from the uh, Prize Pack Series Three,
1: which is it's why I that even promo stamp. It
0: yeah it's got that let's the pokemon play stamp on it um then number three is another charizard the charizard dx uh sar or well, s-i-r from i was gonna th- say that
1: charizard from the um from the 151 mm-hmm. but i didn't ever see that in any of us talking about it popping up on the list is something that was one of those yeah. highly sought after and well- I didn't even
0: think about the TCG classic because that doesn't even make fun, make sense. Right. And you figure cuz the TCG classic is, you know, a $400 box or whatever. So Did automatically get you out? Yeah. I didn't even think that got released this year. I thought that was just like pre-order yeah. now. And you know what's funny, Best Buy and GameStop had uh sales and like a coupon thingy too, so like basically you could have gotten it for like 300 versus the 400. Not that 300 is cheap but just you know a massive discount when you think about it like 25% off basically um i almost was debating on it cuz i was like man that's not going to come down much further you know They're i mean just... you
1: debated on it but you almost decided on the, in the debate
0: right yeah it was like one of those 100% chance of 60% or something so um but anyway so that was oh, number 4
1: Chino, man
0: number five was the Umbreon promo from GameStop. I am a little bit sad. I didn't get any of these cause I probably could have, but I never tried. Um, so that sucks. Uh, it's the EB games. Technically they have a GameStop one too, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so it probably is all the same. Uh, number six is the Iono that, uh, Sudon mentioned. So good job on that one. At least you got one of the top 10. Um, I got one. This, this back four kind of surprises me. So, Next is Roaring Moon EX from Paradox Rift. I imagine between it being you know, one of the top cards from the set plus probably really playable is where the price comes from. It's about $81 according to this and according to TCG Player on December 27th. So keeping that in mind. Um, number seven. Came out like a month ago. Right. Um, number seven is the Giratina V-Star from Crown Zenith. Uh, it's the gold card. Number eight or number nine, sorry, uh yes, ten. So just read eight, not no nine, Jesus. Um, the squirtle, which is from the UPC promo um on Pokemon Center. So that's the stamped one. Uh Zen will be happy to see that. See his boy Squirtle. And finally, last but not least, is the uh really crazy magic heart from Paldea Evolve. This is the one that when the Japanese released, it was being pre-ordered for like five hundred dollars. You know, I didn't think
1: it got that high on the English side. Like it's so weird to see so, like as you said, the back five or
0: the back four are the most unusual of it. Right. And I, the Squirtle makes sense because if you think about it, you could only get it from getting the UPC. So mm-hmm. like it's kind of a hundred and twenty-five dollar card, if you think about it. Obviously, not right. quite, but you know, it's technically free. It's just you had to get the UPC with it. Um, so you know, Jeez. to think that it's about sixty-two dollars is kind of wild. It's half the cost of the UPC for just uh, so a normal
1: stamp card, not even a hollow or anything.
0: Think about it. What's what's the absolute kicker to that is even though that was for the one fifty-one UPC, that you the one fifty-one UPC right now you can get it easily ninety dollars. So that's automatically thirty dollars off retail. And right. I've seen it during the holiday season as low as like seventy-five off. So. You're talking about basically being forced to pay uh, like thirty to like forty dollars over what you could pay simply to get a promo. You know, um, I, it's a nice card. It's just a reworked art, though. Like it's got a stamp on it. That's it. It's reused art. Yeah. Uh, but these it's were your reworking. most expensive cards from the English side. Uh, Japanese uh, for one. The Van Gogh is not in Japanese, um, so that wouldn't be on here at all. But I'd imagine this card, the Charizard EX SIR from 151 would probably still be on that list. The Miriam, the Iono, you know, all those cards would be on there. You'd just see a bunch of trainers um, immediately flood this list. Um, but there's a ton, ton, ton of cards. Um, so let us know, you know, if you were surprised by this list at all. See, um, now, I want to see this
1: list, but I want them to get rid of the Umbreon. Get rid of the the Radiant Charizard. Like Anything- stay with
0: cards from main sets
1: from main sets because it's not it's honestly it's kind of skewed a bit because
0: make it so like the ones that people had a chance to get the van Gogh, i agree because like i don't even know exactly how you would have gotten the radiant charizard one at least this one you know the umbreon and the squirtle were technically fully open to the public like they were announced and all that kind of stuff but i didn't even know this radiant charizard existed like and that's saying a lot for a Charizard fan, you know? Right. So, you know. Now we know um, what he's going to be searching for the rest of the episode for. <laughs> no, nah, not for $130. <laughs> that's It's a cool artwork and everything, but just for a promo on it. Uh, I'm going to uh, say
1: I am very much surprised at the uh, Van Gogh uh, Pikachu for as many as that got out.
0: <laughs> yeah, the I think the that's one of that those. The, of, the of card... When they did those reprints, the reprints didn't really go so well, and then everyone's orders were getting canceled. You remember that? So I think the the market was coming way down, like crashing hard. I and I almost regret not buying one because I think I they were as low as like forty five dollars, or maybe even slightly lower than that. And I almost bought one, and I was like, ah, but you know they'll probably do more reprints and stuff like that. And then they never did, and then a bunch of people's orders got canceled anyways. And then the prices immediately shot back up because you all of a sudden were like, hey, the demand is high. But, you know, now the um, supply is increasing. And then all of a sudden the, you know, that whole promised supply shrank drastically. So right. here's what it is. You know, kind of sucks, but whatever. It's a cool card. Dang. I wish I would have got one. But, you know, for those of you who did, awesome for you. For those of you who didn't, you know, join the club. <laughs> I'm just proud of them for not doing a Van Gogh uh Charizard card. Yeah, oh yeah, bro. Could you imagine? Oh, like they would have had to print like a million of those just for the sake of making it so that the price is tanked. Like the special delivery Charizard. They had so many of those.
1: I'm curious but what the smeargle was going. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um but yeah, that's uh that's what we've got there. Um I will actually instead uh kind of go a little bit out of order. We'll jump right into talking about the Japanese stuff. Uh, so we've got the upcoming sets, uh, or sets, because you know most of the time the sets are, are, for English, are made of two or three Japanese sets. So we've got Wild Force and Cyber Judge. Um, so you've got the Suicune, I can't remember, forgive me, and the Verizian. Um, so Pack Arts look pretty cool. Uh, you got your, uh, what is this? Um, the old, right, ancient... Well, I was thinking more so uh, the concept. These are the ancient ones, and these are the future ones. Right. Um, so it says the first set of 2024 for Japan has been revealed during the Japan 24, 2024 Champions League Kyoto live stream. Uh, it's called SV5K, Scarlet and Violet, you know, blah, blah, blah. The usual. And is set to come out January 26th of 2024. So uh, in about three weeks uh, from the time you're actually watching this, which actually... I'm not mistaken. You'll be watching this episode on New Year's Day, so happy New Year again!
1: Happy New uh, Year. Hopefully, you
0: had a fun time celebrating with f- friends and family, or doing whatever bringing in the New Year. I'm not one of those people that cares about that stuff, so uh, but I'm you, usually if you are sleep. you
1: know. I'm usually asleep at um, midnight. You know,
0: yeah. So uh, you've got ancient Pokemon gouging fire ex uh, walking wake raging bolt future Pokemon like iron leaves. Okay, so yeah, that's uh, where is it? Gouging Fire is the Entei. Uh, Iron Crown, I would assume is, no, Iron Crown. Oh, that's the future, sorry. Walking Wake and Raging Bolt. So Walking Wake is probably the Suicune. Raging Bolt would be the Raikou. Um. So yeah, anyways. See, I'm interested to play
1: the game just because I'm curious how they explain them having past forms when they were only created, you know, only a few years prior by the burning tower, you know, right. shouldn't be... Like, these forms shouldn't exist for at least the the legendary beasts. I mean, if unless the legendary beasts are just constantly... Oh, the humans burnt this tower up, make three new legendaries, and bring these guys back. You know? Yeah. I guess that could be the case.
0: Kind of like Kenny himself. They just keep coming back. They just, oh my god, <laughs> you killed Raikou! You bastard. Um, but yeah, so your typical stipi- your typical stereotypical set. You know, it's gonna be 71 basic cards plus SRs and all that. Uh it's supposed to be 5400 yen, which actually that's a cool thing. The prices for the Japanese side have been going down slash staying down. Um, a lot of the boxes are under 70 dollars. Besides, I mean, even actually for that matter, the um shiny treasures box has been under like 70, $75 easy. So honestly, down down in an earlier round, right? Yeah. I mean like the Japanese side of things has come down drastically. I don't know if they're actually being printed heavier or if it's the idea that people's, you know, like the Lurkana and all that kind of stuff have come out. So people's interests are kind of like getting spread. Pokemon's um pokemon's dying check out our last episode of the season yeah. Last year. yeah it's pokemon dying you know check it out we'll have that link down below too uh <laughs> but yeah so these will be 30 pack boxes five packs or five cards per pack um here's the pack arts again so you've got the one for the ancient side then you've got the box which is the same kind of design um then you've got the future side similar type of design so you've got your You know, your two boxes there. And we've got some reveals so far. So we've got the Entei right here. Uh looks pretty cool. They've got the little ancient symbol there. Uh we've got the Raikou ancient symbol there. Um and these are all just a card. card. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, you know, the regular EXs are not my favorite personally, just because of you know, they're they're the back to that like limited artwork, all that kind of stuff. Um some people probably like it. Some people don't. You know, typical thing that you know we're not all in unison on that. Uh, you got your trainers. Um, I think this is getting into the future side. That's a new style of card there. That's pretty cool. It looks like that would be textured. Um, it's a it trainer looks like a train out of Dragon Ball. Yeah, uh, it's an. What I, I assume this is an item or energy or something. Um, looks but, like a multiple energy. F- type thing yeah called an ace now the interesting thing it is the 71st card out of 71 so it's not even a secret rare technically i think actually though going back up here real quick um they mentioned this ace spec cards respectively called neo upper energy or prime catcher and prime catcher sorry which were previously teased during worlds 2023 have been confirmed in this set also bianca merchandise is confirmed for this set Unlikely indicating, likely indicating Bianca is getting a new card too. Which we'll click on this just to show it. Um, So this is Bianca, the um, trainer from Black and White. Uh, Really exciting news. A lot of people, I think it was Ren, I saw something saying about like rumors that Black and White three are potentially coming, or people are thinking that's the rumor. Um, Who knows? Could be a thing. Could not be a thing. I don't know. You'd have to ask Ren. I I genuinely couldn't tell you. You know me. He gets far too hyped about that game. I can't handle his energy on that. (laughs) I mean, it's funny. I played both of them. Um, Oh, they are good games. I don't know. I'll be honest. I never get that drastically into the story, though, enough to, like, really create that crazy of a tie. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It is what it is. Um, But we got some more reveals here. Um this is of the future side. That's a creepy looking kind of just the way the face is. Uh it's it's red. This tyranitar is awesome.
1: Yeah. I like that art. That's, I want it
0: bigger. Yeah, and that's kind of crazy. That's just a hollow. Like you figure that's not like a EX or anything like that. Um, man, I almost got excited the way that R is, I was thinking like Team Rocket. Oh. I was like, oh, man, that's cool, but yeah.
1: I like the design of the card. It's very Digimon-like. Got that, yeah, like, have half. That's pretty that's, cool.
0: That's pretty neat. This kind of reminds me a little bit of um the Prism cards, in a way. Kind of, yeah, I see that. I see that. Like, I mean, obviously, I, I was... completely different, just more so that concept of, like, I imagine this doesn't stick around very long. I don't know. Maybe no. it does. A
1: gimmick that's good just like i mean like every generation has one doesn't right. stick around
0: unfortunately yeah so we got some more uh stuff we got these are uh, the decks um these starter decks in japanese um so within these you get 228 cards 160 card deck 160 168 deck building cards 12 pokemon 38 trainers six special energies blah 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 uh, with it, you get the storage box, damage counter, marker, sheet, Pokemon coin, V-Star marker, play mat, player's guide, deck building, uh, card explanation. The play mat right here is shown. It's just a paper play mat. Um, so, but... Oh, so pretty it's cool. I mean, the boxes are kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, the boxes Ooh, are kind of cool. Some key cards in there, the
1: Greninja and the uh, the like Greninja Radiant Greninja is very very playable at least to the deck that I own um what is his name Arvin, Arvin. yeah Luminion, so, I definitely really
0: like that character I don't I wouldn't want to do the paper Matt. no yeah I mean you know for a deck box though like a uh, starter deck thing that's uh, not bad I guess um these are some of the cards I think you get in it so you got your Charizard on art that looks like I don't familiar. know. This looks familiar, but I could be wrong. I uh, you got your I really like tail. <laughs> the Magneton or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We got another, the Master Ball. That's kind the of Master cool. Ball. So, for Those of you who are just listening, the A-Spec card that we're talking about uh, is a very pink card, like a pink, what is this, almost magenta or something? I don't know. You like a hot pink blanking. yes yeah yeah fair uh so it's like a like a hot pink I don't know some sort of thing and it's got the uh like a Miami vice with the blue and it says a spec down the sides uh up one side down the other um, it's all uh
1: grand theft Auto vice city about it
0: yeah uh but it's interesting like it's the first that I can think of a card like this I mean maybe I could be totally wrong because I missed like 13 years of collecting. Um, But, you know, it's got that interesting kind of design, you know, gimmick type of deal. Like I said, I kind of, I don't foresee this lasting for a long time, but you never know. I mean, maybe it does. That'd be kind of cool. They like did different color schemes and stuff.
1: Um, Oh, man. Hopefully they do. Because like different energy types or something.
0: Oh, the wagon. That's a cool looking wagon. It is a wagon. But yeah. Here's some translations so neo superior energy when attached to a pokemon this card provides one colorless energy if this card is attached to a stage two evolution pokemon it provides two energy of any type instead and you can only have one Ace spec card in your deck so uh you got the neo superior energy the prime catcher uh i don't know if there's more or not just kind of scrolling through you got the master ball kind of you know search for your deck uh search your deck for a Pokemon, reveal it, put it in your hand, then shuffle your deck. That's
1: not a bad one, because you could put any Pokemon in, in that slot. That right. Master Ball is a very playable. I don't know so much about the other two. The energies, I the only thing that's really kind of standing out for me for the the Neo energy is uh,
0: that first word there. Neo. Yeah. Well, Prime Catcher has switched one of your oppo- opponent's bench Pokemon with their active Pokemon. If you do switch your active Pokemon, if you do, switch your active Pokemon with one of your bench Pokemon as well. So yeah. But if you can only have one of those, I have other cards that I can use, like you know, a Pokemon
1: switch, you know, unless yeah. switch dropped out of play. I don't think it did, but I, that, I wouldn't want to do that. I'd rather have yeah. the master ball. Cause then I can be like, Oh,
0: I know what Pokemon I need. I'm going to go into my deck and grab it. Yeah. I guess that's a good point. Um, but yeah, that's, that's all we have for the reveals there. Um, so kind of moving on to like our thoughts and opinions, of what to expect with 2024. Uh I always think doing something like this is kind of fun, uh, that idea of you know just speculating. We I uh, think sudon Ren and I especially, you know, Sudan, Ren and I, all three of us especially love to speculate, just kind of do the what ifs. Um, I think Zen is our more factual logic guy, but
1: um I don't know. I think he just doesn't like to, you
0: know speculate (laughs) but i think uh you know i think this is going to be an interesting year for pokemon not honestly you know referring back to our last episode obviously pokemon's not dying but i think we're kind of potentially very much entering that lull zone that i would be fully fine with us entering Mm -hmm. that pre-covid you know certain sets might be kind of cool and like hot items but we're very much getting back to that like like I was talking I was talking to Smokey, you know, Smokey Desard for those of you who have seen him comment in the premieres and all that kind of stuff. Cool guy in our community, one of my best friends. So, I was talking to him about that earlier. Not specifically Pokemon dying, but just kind of where we're at. If you go to stores right now for like 99.99% of the products you buy for Pokemon that is, like Pokemon uh TCG products, if you go to the store and you're buying ETBs or single packs or anything like that, you're overpaying. Like hands down you're overpaying for anything English, pretty much anything. Um, and even on release day, like the Charizard UPC back a few months ago, right? When that first got released, it was this big thing. It's Charizard UPC. People were trying to hype it up. You had all these hype bros on the internet. Hey, this is going to be two, $300. I think even Ren technically overpaid because he paid like 150 from his LGS because he got FOMO, but immediately it dropped back to super easy to get on retail they did a, a super big, you know, discount to where I think that was last holidays, not this past, but the prior ones. You were able yeah, to get it for yeah. like ninety dollars for a good bit there. To this day, you can still get it for retail. Um, and you know, we're just kind of getting to that point where yeah. even the special subsets like Crown Zenith, you're still seeing deals on certain products. Maybe not so much, but like over the holidays, I was able to get the uh, the ETBs for like thirty five dollars. Like. Retail is 55 for those. So, you know, almost 50% off. Um, And, you know, it's just, it's one of those things. I think we're entering that realm of, hey, the cards aren't highly sought after. Like they were, we're printing more than the demand, you know, needs. So discounted products a lot, all that kind of stuff, which I think is awesome. Right. I have absolutely no problem with prices tanking. I've never once really cared because I don't sell anything. You know, like I I always reference scalpers. not even that, like, I just, I don't, I'm, 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 you know, take it this way. I've never had the situation of even having to sell my products, which I'm super fortunate for and thankful for, because I wouldn't want to, (laughs) I would be absolutely devastated if, you know, something happened, not just because it happened, but obviously just thinking about my, my collection, right? Like I don't want to sell my stuff. Would I or would I hook someone up Like that sort of thing yeah like for example Even just recently Gonzo's been Wanting to collect the Lorcana stuff And um, I wasn't sure if the Ravensburger thing was going to come through so I Also bought decks from Target Like as they were getting dropped And I ended up getting things from both So I had an extra set of decks and he had asked me If I would sell them to him right And like I just told him to him what the cost was You know um, I didn't want to make money off of it You know um that's right. never my goal especially with friends but you know in general like i just don't have that massive desire to make money which none of us particularly do you know what i mean like again going back to that if money you know if, if it became an issue if you had to make money we would sell stuff of our collection i'm sure but we don't want to like we got stuff in our collection because we wanted it you know that's um, why we but, have all these mad sponsors for you know right <laughs> but i'm just i'm excited that's because I kind of think that we're definitely going towards that realm of like, hey, product is easy to come by, thus paying retail is overpaying. So if you can find deals online or at your LGS, go for it, you know? Right. And I think that's awesome. I think that allows both collectors and players to get their hands on more cards, you know? And the cool thing is, if you remember, for those of you who've been collecting for a little while, The massive amounts of discounted products at the Targets and Walmarts, you know, like those ash, like, uh, yeah, Ashes Greninja boxes and all that type of stuff that you could get, you know, Shining Fates for that matter. They're not all the Megan Hamrupts, Shining Legends. That's what it was. Shining Legends, dude, you used Mm. to be able to get so many double pack boxes because they were, you know, just so overly printed at the time and all that kind of stuff um so you know i think we're going back towards that i think there's been a ton of collection boxes that are just absolutely not great even from the you know from the sword and shield era i think there was a bunch of boxes that we'll probably see slowly float back into you know stores and and whatever and they're going to be immediately discounted from 20 dollars to like 12 and that sort of thing so uh i think the only thing that kind of sucks that's different from now that you know once was it not a thing then is it seems like a lot of stores are starting to discontinue selling the product like altogether uh not all stores but there's definitely been a lot more stores where i've heard people say like my my local walmart um but a lot of stores where people are like yeah my my store just stopped selling yeah i haven't heard I mean, as much blame of Target. the crazy collections but well, I personally I think what it is is the theft and like the issues when when it was highly collectible, right. you know the right. the violence and stuff too, but the like threatening of people by being shot, you know. Um, but if you're you know I mean if you're a store and something brings a lot of negativity to your store, why? And you know most most of the card sections are kind of up front by the self checkouts and stuff. Why make that an issue? You know. So basically, I don't blame them for taking it away. It sucks, but it makes sense. You know, the safety of your other Mm -hmm. customers, it's not that important to have these cards. You know what I mean? such a small section typically. So why make it such a, most
1: situations they're, they're not even making any money on those sections. It's right. Yeah. You're almost doing
0: them a favor. So, you know, between the theft and the violence and this, that, and the other, and then on top of that, you know, however, this, I don't know how many stores actually know slash care, but You know the employees and the you know the uh, the vendors like kind of working in cahoots with each other, or the vendors working in cahoots with specific customers. Like you know that negativity still that gets surrounded by it. So there's probably a lot of reasons like that. Um, So it is what it is, you know. But again, you can get all this stuff online too. Like the collection boxes. I mean, shoot, Amazon, for example. Amazon, one of the biggest retailers, literally has at the moment of recording this anyways uh the 2023 holiday calendars are 25 they retail for 50 so they're 50 percent off which makes sense technically it's an advent calendar but technically an advent an advent calendar can be used any year like it's just a countdown from 1 to 24 for christmas um <clears throat> so technically this is the one with matter. the packs or the funko one uh, the packs. So it's got like packs, promos, little figures, whatever. It's kind of a mixture. Um, I remember right then, I Artemis had that last year. I mean, I got one too. It, it's cool. Like there's stamp promos in it. You know, it's got like a little uh snowflake on it. Uh, it was cool. It's just you know I didn't want to pay fifty dollars, but now I'd buy it. You know, for twenty. love snowflakes. Right, snowflakes are fun. <laughs>
1: They float um, down from the sky. You go like it, uh, and it catches on your tongue.
0: Oh, yeah. There you go. That oh, that one tasted like dirt. <laughs> but, yeah, so, you know, there's just so many things, I think. Unfortunately, the downfall, I guess, is, you know, you got to be internet savvy. You know, know who to buy from, reputable buyers, whatever. But it's like, not buy from Amazon. Even Amazon, for that matter. I mean, Amazon's got a good return policy, like if you if you can i don't want to say prove but like if you basically say like hey this product was not legit they'd probably take you know take it back for you now if you were the type of person doing it every week yeah they're probably going to be like hey no you know yeah. but that makes sense i mean if you're abusing you know the the laws um but no. i don't know i i can you think of any other big like thoughts slash predictions you would have for Pokemon? Like even, you know, anything, I mean honestly, even outside of the TCG, but
1: honestly, I mean we're going into a year where we're not actually going to have our first year in Pokemon where we don't have an Ash-led TV series. True. Um, so, to and Ash, Ash has been a major stay, uh, staying for a lot of the series and a lot of people. Um, it could be, unless they have something spicy that they announce on February 20-something, whatever the Pokemon day is. Yeah. Um, unless they announce some super special, like the Black and White 3 or the Black and White Remakes and all that stuff. There's I I don't predict much of a a exciting year for Pokemon. Honestly, hmm. I think it's, we're going to see as you were saying, that we're going to see it kind of fall back into a, like kind of a Pokemon TCG doldrums. Whereas like, there's nothing really going to do much to really push it one way or the other. Unless, I mean, unless a spec thing comes out to be, and these cards, like the master ball hits the, hits the ground and goes, this is a $2,000 card. Please don't make it that way.
0: Please, please don't. I just, I can't see that
1: unless Uh, they put uh, like
0: on a trainer or something like some crazy thing like that. But, I mean, I can only see. I mean, it seems
1: right now that they're keeping it to items.
0: <clears throat> I would think that's kind of how they're going to keep it, based on what they allured with it. But All
1: right, and it's hard to tell because we just finished with the expansion, so we're kind of like now, what's the future of Pokemon? Because we don't have a next gen, we don't have a remake, we don't have any. So uh, we don't have any idea what's coming. So because they pretty much everything that they have told us that was going to come has been uh, released.
0: Yeah. I mean, and that's the 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 thing I'm thinking is I I don't foresee like the game, like the main series of course having a new game. I think that'd be crazy for them to do that. But they could do definitely remakes. I'm I'm sort of sad because a lot of people like i think the community is relatively 50 50 on it and leave us your opinions on that if you uh if you have one but the le'x let's go series for you know EV and pikachu for kanto i thought was pretty fun now of course mm. they took an already sort of dulled down game in the sense of like pokemon got so easy starting at some point where like you know your your foe chooses a weaker pokemon than you versus the harder pokemon and all that Stuff we've talked about plenty and made it even more dulled down where like now they don't even work against you. They work with you the whole time, basically. Like they give you stuff all the time and, you know, all that kind of stuff. I still think it's fun. I mean, you got to remember it's for kids. Like technically it's for kids. I think something like, let you know, the uh, Legends of Arceus was a lot more challenging in its own ways. Uh, a lot of more like mechanics to learn. Um, I'd love another edition in that series. Give us more. I agree. I don't think they're going to, but they could, I guess you figure that came out the beginning of 2022. So, Mm -hmm. or the, was it the end of Uh, 2021? I think it was the beginning of 2022. So either way, it's been like well over a year coming on to two years now. They definitely could. I, I don't think they will. I think, realistically there's potential for the black and white stuff, because I think they announced that back in November was like the 10th year or 10th or 11th anniversary for that. So, you know,
1: I mean, there's no big anniversary this year. There's no big thing. I think we're going to, as I said, go into the doldrums that is going to be for, you know, very boring, very, very uneventful time of the year. And it's going to be one of those things. Like, as you said, a a a permanent clearance section of Pokemon cards or TCG cards it might be a, a thing that we no longer call a thing of the past. That would be amazing. Yeah. You know, seeing those regular, because that was back in the day, they said, you know, the camera up to the Ashes Green Ninja. all that stuff would always be up there. And it's like, why does nobody buy this? Oh, even like the EVs stayed up there for the longest time. They had the Espeon and the the whatever I forget the other Pokemon the other
0: evolution that they had in there but it was a dual pack that you can get two of them yeah but I, I mean know. for the for the English side technically Ruby and Sapphire came out well it says Ruby Sapphire and then box Ruby and Sapphire so I don't know what that means but those were two thousand three two thousand four could potentially be although no they did Omega Ruby and sapphire yeah, already, oris
1: so. yeah oris has already been a thing yeah so i guess and those were probably great games yet. although They're i mean really- i wouldn't mind seeing those ones being remade into what the current status is but uh i'd also like to see joe you know, i wouldn't mind seeing a let's go johto i wouldn't mind seeing a. You
0: know, I agree i think the let's go series would be cool to continue um let's see i'm, I'm just trying to look at like you know what's out there uh but I don't think they have anything that's like hardcore, like because they don't. I think the remake things are kind of just like as they want, so there's not really a lot of rhyme or reason. But I don't know. I'm I'm curious. I you know because I imagine there's going to be games of sorts. I don't know if there's going to be a uh, a more main series game or not. Um, you know, I mean, I am interested. I not well. Go ahead. I was like, have they announced
1: anything? Be I, I, I mean, as far as I know, they've released everything they announced. I think mean, the last one was really Detective Pikachu, and that's out.
0: Yeah, I mean, I will say uh, they've got that new Pokemon show, the uh, Pokemon Concierge, the one that's like the claymation thing. That already dropped, I think, and is about to drop officially, I think. Uh, Yeah, but I don't
1: think they're going to have the staying power to bring a game out of it.
0: No, I mean, honestly, the game would be weird if they did, because it's, you know, claymation. Um, But I'm more so just thinking, like, you know, they've got, like, new things in the works. Like, that seems like it's the first that they've done of a claymation type of series. Uh, And I don't know how short it's supposed to be. Like, I don't know if they're going to be 30-minute episodes or, like, seven, you know, because that would be drastically different. Um, So, but... I don't know. I'm I'm just thinking, you know, the, obviously, again, Pokemon's not going anywhere. Like, you know, it's not like we're, oh, you know, is this going to be the end of Pokemon or anything like that? Um, Pokemon is probably, like, never going to die, you know? Like, it'd be one of those things, you figure we're on, what, year 20... Because it'll be 27, roughly, depending on how you look at it. Um, You know unless the creators just kind of start giving up on new you know regions if they stop making new regions then I think you'd be in trouble because without new Pokemon you figure without new regions you have less new like of a new game to come out and like little kids to pick up on and that's the other thing you're wanting is like generationals like you know what I mean you want the new generation they just seem uber keen to just keep revamping
1: their old Pokemon they don't seem to be coming up with too many I mean, I don't know how many of this generation versus the last generation a difference in the amount of new Pokemon,
0: but well, let's look that up. Number of Pokemon per generation. So, uh, let's see. This one says how many Pokemon this came out August 4th of 2023. So this should be with. Yeah. So generation nine had 110 new Pokemon. um, Hold on a sec. Uh, Generation eight had ninety six, so there was fourteen more. Uh, Generation seven had eighty eight. Uh, six had seventy two. V uh, V five had one hundred and fifty six, so they had a lot in five. Um, Four was one hundred seven. Three was one thirty five. Two was a hundred, and of course, you know, one was one fifty one. Now, in the new generations, well honestly, in any of them. I, I don't know if that means, like, for example, like like the ancient and uh, future Pokemon, like if those count as new, so like a part of the 110 or what? Or Paldean forms?
1: Like yeah, it says...
0: Oh, yeah, so I guess it says there are fresh Paldean designs for classic creatures, but also the introduction of time displaced paradox Pokemon that appear to be ancient and futuristic, so theoretically all of those count so there's that which makes sense i mean even still that's you know that's still like good amount i mean out of that i imagine there's at least half that are brand new brand new like actually like you know quaxly and all that like how those are brand new brand new um i will say there's also the the craziness that comes with pokemon you figure like we literally have a ice cream cone as a pokemon so you know i guess when you take we that have a pair it. of keys yeah i mean i'm there's... sorry i
1: that's that's the one pokemon that gives me the most rage honestly klefki well
0: i mean when you think about it like there's so many Aegislash. Like, there's there's so many that are just kind of really weird so it's like That's, I will say, I mean, from a creativity standpoint, but that's me, not, you know, when you think about like you're such a massive lack of creativity, (laughs) but uh, I don't know. I'm just, I'm excited for 2024. I'm excited that in 2023, it seemed like we immediately hit a rocky point of like the Japanese product being crazy. It looks like 2024 should be set up for everything to be relatively easy and somewhat affordable uh, obviously our economy is not necessarily much better, but that's a different story. Um, but as far as the collectible, you know, side of things is the affordability, the availability, all that kind of stuff seems pretty good. And that's honestly for everything. Like even Lorcana is starting to come down because the uh, Ravensburger company keeps printing, you know, things over and over again, which I'm 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 happy with. You know, again, going back to this, I would love To be able to walk into stores and consistently see product, I genuinely do not care about the value. I think, you know, these are card games at the end of the day. You want people to be able to get their hands on them to play the game. Look at most new, you know, indie TCGs. If they don't have a player's base, if they don't have a massive player's base on top of collectors, you see the game squander a little bit. Um, So... That's you know one of those things you want to be. And If they don't have a
1: huge uh you know entity behind them, aka Bandai, Nintendo,
0: yeah, you know if they're, they're not, you know yeah if they're not a main you know mainstream thing you know a name brand if you will, um, because even even Metazoo like we've talked about, Metazoo is the only indie TCG that I can think of that got you know in today's world that got pretty big. I mean pretty pretty big amount of notoriety and everything and they're still struggling and that's because the player base focus was not quite there sounds like they're going to try to make it a thing hopefully they do for the sake of just the player base and everyone who actually really enjoys the game and all that stuff also being able to take off but that's not the topic of discussion for today um we're just giving our opinions on the the pokemon stuff um but moving on from the pokemon stuff uh because I don't think we have anything super groundbreaking to add to that, unless you do suit on. I mean, if you have any last. One thing I say is, says, do not invest in Pokemon.
1: <laughs> invest in Legos. Yeah, I mean Legos
0: are expensive as hell,
1: and uh, honestly, they are. Uh, they are their values increase incredibly, and yeah. it's uh, it's amazing. But actually, just don't collect anything uh leave that if you like something yeah you know, yeah if you like something like it but don't
0: invest into it unless you actually do you know you're not making money off this stuff yeah don't invest sorry. in the sense of you want to make money invest in the sense of you're buying the product to enjoy it
1: play the um, games i'm i'm yeah. i'm i'm intrigued to see it like you do something with lorcana I think it'd really, be cool if you and like Allie did like a game night, but not show Allie. You, you, you can
0: just camera well, down. I've thought about that, like how cool that would be in a way. Um, I like legitimately. I've I've thought about the concept of going to a tournament if there was one relatively local. Like I'm not saying I'm good or you know would do good or anything like that. It's just fun, like the game. He is comes in wearing Mickey Mouse all get up, and he's all like, "Oh, your move." Yeah, I mean, you know, but I, I think it would be cool. You know what I mean? Like, I I just think because, you know, I've I've thought about so many times going to the Pokemon pre-releases, but I don't know how to play the game slash don't care to really learn that much. Like, I've tried playing it a few times, and I just don't really enjoy it. So it's like I don't really care that much to go where, you know, I'd say probably 50% of the people there are going to know the game. The other 50% are probably collectors doing the same thing, just trying to get early product. Uh, for these, you know, Pokemon pre releases, and that's that's just kind of estimating that could be totally wrong, it could be like 90% players and 10% collectors, it all depends on your area and stuff. But I just I don't care, like, I don't want to really deal with that, so like, I'd rather just wait and buy product normally. Plus, I don't have anyone to go with or whatever, like, that would also be kind of in that same realm of me or better or whatever. But in nostalgia, it's like, you, I actually know I appreciate that suit on, I would go with you. In Maybe a, one day we can meet up in a in a middle ground area.
1: Yeah, but there has to be a pre-signed contract that you're not going to try to go after my eyebrows.
0: I can't guarantee that. I have to bring my crew. <laughs> I have security on either side. <laughs> Every time I go, like, to reach in, they just swap my hand down. I just, like, cover my eyebrows out of nowhere. <laughs> You know, um, just
1: a reality. You know, the whole ep- whole time, I just keep getting slapped in the forehead by these guys.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so you know, moving on from there. Uh, again, Move unless you on. have any other last tidbits, but um, uh, don't invest in Pokemon. There you have it. Uh, so Nostalgics uh, made a pretty big announcement um, over on their Instagram. Uh, so Zaba announced that they were just approved for a loan. To be able to go after... uh, I can't remember what the loan is called. Some sort of specific loan. He put a story up on his Instagram. That basically they were... The business loan? Yeah, I guess. Um, A small business loan? Yeah. To get their own warehouse uh, out where he's located in Minneapolis, I believe. And somewhere in Minnesota. So they're going to shut down the place in uh, New Jersey. And basically they can do a lot of their own stuff as far as shipping and stuff. They can also... uh, He was saying now kind of package things how they want so they can do like custom orders and stuff so like two packs of this two packs of that plus a sticker sheet or something like that something random i just kind of sort of a little of made bit that more fun sort of. yeah so uh and they also got fully funded for the cosmic collision i believe is this, the set that was for the kickstarter so nice uh, lots of good news now i'm not quite sure i think the idea with that fully funding and I, I don't know this for a fact but the concept i'm thinking it is is they maybe got like an investor type of thing to help with the funding is the idea. So it's not, you know, fully like on Zaba slash they're not doing the Kickstarter, um, which watch, honestly, you know,
1: I, and I mean this in complete satire to all parties involved, but and it's a joke just so that I put everybody knows, but what's this uh, is. Ren sold one of his kids and actually is the secret investor <laughs> on the ground. Oh.
0: For, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Don't so, kill your I'm, children. I would be interested, though, to know, and maybe Zaba put it on the Discord. I'll be honest; I'm not on Discord like that. I suck at Discord. We have our own Discord, and I suck at it still. Mm-hmm. Um, but
1: he I'm does curious suck
0: at it. if it's one of those ideas, like a vest investor or two, that got involved. Whatever the case may be, um, how that goes, because you know, I don't know how much money he was going after either. Like. Well, we just I don't go know. based off the Kickstarter, he we was trying to get 50000 Yeah, but I know, like, I don't know if you remember, after the first run, he was getting gearing up for the second run, so Harmonic Surge. And I had asked if he was going to do the Kickstarter, and he said probably not, because they automatically charge a fee of, like, $10,000. So, you know, plus, I don't know what other fees might be. Like, you know, if you get X amount of money, there's an extra fee, you know, that sort of thing. So because I've never run a Kickstarter, obviously, uh, I don't know how that works. So my thought process is just you might not need to go after 50,000, you know, and you could also do smaller print runs. You figure that was the other thing he was going to do was in a way this was going to be print to made to order type of deal. But if he was going to not do it, he was going to massively drop the print run. So this could be one of those things where instead of having, say, 15,000 booster boxes made, they only have 2,000 thus creating a much drastic, you know, much more drastic difference in availability.
1: Yeah, um,
0: yeah. And, you know, so that all that kind of going into account, um, I, that's kind of what I would expect, you know, is something like that, like a, a drop in, you know, how much they produced and all that kind of stuff. Um, so, you know, we'll see. I think a lot of that's to be announced. Um, I can check the Discord real quick, but It is exciting Exciting news news. at minimum. Yeah. Yeah. It's very exciting news at minimum to know that they got the small business loan and stuff approved. Um, I, again, I don't know, you know, how much that affected things as far as the, uh, the being in New Jersey and all that kind of stuff. I mean, obviously, I guess that's pretty hands off, almost uh, not quite, but maybe sort of similar to like the drop shipping and stuff where you're kind of just like working the back end of stuff. But at least this gives him a lot more hands on with stuff um he's also been dropping a lot of stuff like uh new lore and all that so if you do want to check any of that out go to the nostalgics and you can kind of poke your head around in there they have a bunch of the uh different you know what you can go to the shop the you know youtube how to play all that kind of stuff so that would be something to check out um and then if you're interested in their discord as well that would be cool because you could stay up on the latest and greatest uh kind of in real time if you will uh, but they've been announcing a ton of stuff. Zaba's been pretty active over the last couple weeks. Uh, you know, surprisingly, even throughout the holidays. I guess when you're, you know, a business owner slash creator, you kind of have to be. But they've they've got a lot in the works, and I think this is going to be a good year for them as well. I would like to see, you know, another successful run with this Cosmic Collision. It sounds like potentially one more set, probably in the back half of the year, uh, would be in the works too. And I know yeah. that. You know, when he when we had him on, he basically said that they had a lot of ideas kind of already in the works. I think when you're, you know, a TCG creator, you kind of have to think like two to three sets ahead at minimum to kind of like really think about it. And of course, I'm sure a lot of that could get changed. But um, I know he he was kind of looking at the idea of also rather than doing booster boxes and stuff like that, potentially just like made to order sets. So like you could buy the master set and pay X amount of price. It would take away a lot of the collectibility in a way. You know because obviously, if you can immediately get all the cards, there's no like oh man, this card's hard to get because you just got them all. Um, I don't know. Uh, there's a lot of I variety. mean, I'm fine with being able to
1: have it because I mean, if I can get a master set and complete that master set, cool, but I'd still be able to buy it. Like, if I genuinely wanted to go and call, yeah, I can start building pack or decks and stuff, I could still do that process and buy
0: more, yeah, you know? for sure. I think there's many ways you could go about it. This coming from somebody whose TCG experience is relatively limited to newer age you know, setups. I've never heard of a master set being able to just be purchased. Now, I mean, obviously, you can purchase people's master sets that they've collected, mm-hmm. but I've never really heard of a card game running a master set to be purchased like that. It's an interesting concept, and I'm sure it's not brand new. So, you know, again, I'm just kind of showing my ignorance on the matter, if you will. But I don't know. I'm very mixed on how I feel about that I because I like the idea of opening packs. In theory, to me, that would take away the ability to open packs because what would be the point of opening packs if you could just buy everything? Uh, Now, I mean, unless that buying everything was like a crazy $1,000 price tag, but I'm pretty sure... He was alluding to the idea of it being somewhere between like $100 and $150. So if that's the case, that's, you know, not that. It's kind of like buying, um, you know, like the Pokemon um, classic card game, right? It comes with like three, two or three decks, whatever. And there's like collectible cards everyone's after, whatever. It's kind of like that kind of concept, but not a starter deck type of setup. So, a little different, but that concept that, like, all the collectability is kind of taken away and you would be then, you know, price gouging certain specific cards for their collectability, but, like, in theory, anybody can yeah. just buy the whole Master Set.
1: Um, yeah, and the thing is, is that gives that person, I mean, the, the Everyday Joe, an option to be able to complete a Master Set instead of box after box after box after box. I mean, we saw... I mean, just in general, I mean, that's, this isn't necessarily a knock-on nostalgia I mean, it just shows the amount of, you know, pulls Ren was able to pull in just his 1,000-pack opening, you know? Yeah, well, and that's
0: the thing. I mean, it's, I think a good amount of people probably prefer the pack openings. But again, I think this concept of buying a master set like that is probably somewhat foreign, at least, Mm -hmm. like if not relatively foreign. So having never experienced it, I guess, maybe turns you off in a lot of ways. Like the people who are turned off are probably turned off mainly from not having experienced it. So that being said, you know, if you've never experienced it, if you've never, you know kind of gone through it that way it takes away that sort of collectibility. it's probably a little bit kind of like eh. like i I like the the thrill of the chase yeah but i think it's not that bad like i could definitely get past it if it meant you know like okay you're getting probably i think the way he also said it would be like a little bit smaller of sets than two for the sake of it kind of being like a easier you know like rather than because you know like pokemon for example has like some 300 cards in a set you know like, they're kind of taking away that, too. It'd be, like, low hundreds. Um, not that I think nostalgic sets have been massive or anything like that. So, there's that, too. But, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm interested, though, regardless, to see well, kind I of the mean, route he it goes. It's
1: also one of the things that a lot of the people, at least from the, my perspective, <clears throat> complain about Pokemon is their sets just keep getting larger and larger and larger. or yeah. have just continuously gotten larger and larger and larger. Whereas we used to have sets that were 130, 140 cards. That was the most. Now we're seeing sets with 300 base, and then that's when the secret rares start. You know,
0: We figure for Japanese, that Shining or Shiny's Treasures is what, like 330 cards? You get 100 cards in a booster box. If you got 100 unique cards, you would still need to open three more boxes that also gave you 100 unique cards, unique from the cards you got. Now, in the frequency
1: that Pokemon <clears throat> released, if they were like, hey, for $150, you can get the entire set printed out specifically for you in a master set, I would probably, for not every set, but majority of some of the sets that I've like tried to actually finish collecting the best I possibly can. That was one of those ones that actually would definitely, uh, as a collector, go, that option's better than spending $150 on a okay. booster box, <clears throat> where Let me ask I'm going
0: to get 36-pack and not complete the packs. Would it make a difference to you if in if Pokemon's case, so let's say Pokemon setting the standard for this, if they did that, but the the master set you buy comes with like a stamp on every single card indicating you purchased this master set like it indicates basically to create still the collectability from opening packs but also gave you the ability to purchase the master set and have every single card
1: would you be well, okay that to create, create that would create a, a specific uh because people go for those stamps we saw, I mean, just look at the one Charizard,
0: Radiant Charizard that was on the stuff.
1: That That's would really Yeah, but it let's, say,
0: let's say both are readily available, though. Like, you can buy booster boxes for decently cheap, and you can also buy this master set for a good while. Like, it's pretty much readily on PokemonCenter.com, like, for months before the next set comes out, and, you know, that sort of thing. Like, mm-hmm. do you think to you that would make a difference at all? Like, you think you would still be okay? Because I think that would be interesting if they did it that way. Pokemon obviously has more ability to do it that way than I think, say, like Nostalgics, just from a print run cost-effective or lack of cost-effectiveness, I guess, technically, because you're printing two of the same stuff. Um, I would be okay with it, I guess, because it would create... But I think the problem is it would create such a massive divide in the collecting slash playing worlds. So you'd have collectors. It's fine. Yeah. I just, I feel like it would create such a weird thing. Like, I don't know. I just, I feel like it would take away people wanting like the pre-release would be weird. Cause you know, obviously if, if you have the playable, like master, like basically people the would if mainly collectors going to that then at that point. And there's just mm-hmm. some weirdness of like nobody knowing how to play the game. Because it'd be mainly just collectors. Like, I'm obviously a lot of collectors know how to play the game too. I'm just saying you'd have a lot more, you know, hey, I don't have to worry about how many people are here type of deal. You know, that sort of thing. I don't know. I think that'd be really weird, but also unique and, like, not so bad in some ways. Like, I don't know. Well, I'm just I saying I would, it would take the
1: collector. The... It would take the collector out of the demand that is already <laughs> present. Because right now you got the bots buying up these booster boxes in a sense and all of this product whereas then that bot doesn't need to buy it if it can just go order the master set. That's true. I mean, and, I mean, yeah, there are still people who would do it and yeah, it still would occur, but I'm also looking at it going that would pull those people that are specifically in it for the collection to go yeah. here's an option to save a ton of money that i don't have to buy yeah you're gonna still have the content creators they're gonna have that thrill the chase you still have that option for the thrill of the chase but then you've also got people who are going uh just say like retro pokey gamer he's a master set collector he does a lot of the collections of the master set i'd imagine he'd probably enjoy being able to go oh i can buy all of this set and just have a master set and a binder already done and ready finished I, sure. I you know I can see that as an as a thing with still having the option to go and if you're just in the in, like in your case where like where you said they put a special stamp on it indicating that you bought the master set you know, and that one then that turns around and makes two different product a two you you've got the actual normal chase and then you've got the actual chase of the actual
0: collector product, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it would just be, it would be unique for sure. I think, I i don't think it would be great. I don't think it'd be too negative. I think it would be so of like, Well, th- I'm trying to think of where the negative part would really be. Like, if there would be, you know what I mean? Like one of those things, like you weren't thinking about this and how it would kill the game, you know? And I can't think of it. Also, it's 1.30 in the morning, so I don't know if that's partially it. Like, I'm tired. But um, I don't know. For those of you watching, leave us a comment what you think. Like if, if Pokemon slash any game for that matter did that, mm-hmm. like a master set, hey, you can buy the whole set, but there's a special stamp indicating it's the master set. So from like a grading slash collectability, it would take that pretty much away. Like you could grade it, obviously, but you wouldn't be able to say like, oh, I pulled this Charizard. Wink, wink. We keep Good. it out of play. We'll just keep well, it out of play. No, no, no. Keep it in play. Keep like make it so you can mix and match if you want, like in your decks and stuff. Like you can build your decks however you want. Just from a mat like a a um notability type of aspect, you would know you did not pull this Charizard. You bought the master set for this. So like if you're you know, gold- to win. You're gonna yeah, get yeah, the, like- the crowd that's like I don't like pay to win. Then I'm all
1: like, but you're paying to win to buy the packs anyways. It's it, it, it kind of sits in the same
0: realm if you buy the singles. Well, I think the only crappy thing I guess is like if they set the price to like a you know a good chunk of money, like not like a insane four hundred dollar price tag, but like let's just say they made it a hundred dollars, basically the same cost as a booster box. You might have uh, some people basically saying like, well, that's too steep because it's a hundred dollars. That I could kind true. of maybe sort of see, but like, meh. You know, I don't know. The, I don't
1: know. From a mathematical, from a financial standpoint, I don't see how that would stand up too much as an argument sense. Because if you think, well, about let's just it, say
0: the set is three hundred dollars, right? Or three hundred dollars. Let's say it's a hundred dollars, and there's three hundred cards, right? You're still talking about paying like thirty-three ish cents a card, right? So per card, that's still gee, a card you're you're still paying a hundred dollars.
1: But yeah, then you're also like one of those cards could be a simple Miriam card that the waifu attacks gets applied to and now is 300, but you got that whole set for 100 instead of having to pay that 300. And then on the other side, you know, you don't, you know, you pay, I mean, even at $300 for a master set, you know, that's, you know, two MSRP booster boxes, which is nowhere near going to get you that complete master set.
0: Also, actually, it just makes sense. I think it, the only downfall is like because Pokemon puts out so many sets. What do they put out? Like roughly four to six a year. So, like, you know, if it was only $100, you're still talking about four to $600. Plus, then the subsets, you know, how would the subsets go? Because the subsets are so pretty big, you know? Like, mm-hmm. a lot to think about. I'm, I'd be curious, though, to know people's opinions on the matter. And basically, just like what their thoughts would be as far as would that be good, would that be bad? Here's my reason why, whatever. And honestly, for other games, I mean, I think, I think it'd be interesting for new indie TCGs, like you know, uh, nostalgics talking about it. I think it's interesting because you could definitely get more cards in hands that way. But I think the other thing is, you still for a new game, you want the collectability slash like. The hunt Man. for the chase, yeah, you know what I mean. You want that to still be there, and I think that would be the only problem is you might, you might crush a lot of the collectibility to just stroke the ego of the players well, base. Well, there's not easy kind of ways to do that. Way, that.
1: But. There's still easy ways to do that. Like, and Zaba knows how to do that. He's done it already with like the the, well, the cardboard package sleeves. You might get a signature card. that's,
0: that's something that yeah. Be but theory, in theory, though, though would you not? Would you not take away the packs in general if you're doing a master set? No, you still have both. As I said, you would generate two different products. You'd have the collector well, set. That's my thing, though. Like, for a indie TCG, that might be hard to do from a cost perspective. Like, for Pokemon to do it is nothing because you have a billion-dollar company. But for right. Nostalgics right. to do it, you're talking about, like, they're already probably getting a little bit hurt by the, you know, the cost of printing everything in general. So I think for them, but he's also I knew- saying that he was talking about
1: doing a unique, different types of stuff. Cause now that they're moving it to where they're moving
0: it. Well, I know also what uh, Zaba had mentioned was like bringing back secret shards and potentially doing like special chases within them. So rather than just, Oh, you might get this uh, special. Um, uh, what was it called? I don't think it was Metallica. a void rare. No, there was uh, the the cards they already did for nostalgics. Um no. shoot, I can't think of what it was now. Similar to like how the void rares are, but like that type of concept. They're talking about doing that, but like a set within it. So like, oh, you would have to buy multiple of these boxes to be able to complete the set. And that's still not guaranteed. Like, oh, there's six special cards. Obviously, six special, you know, six boxes won't necessarily f- complete it for you. So you add that different level of collectability. It would also be more affordable because those boxes were like twenty two dollars rather than you know say a hundred dollars for a booster box. Um, so that would be interesting. I think to go that route, I think that would be smarter um, for nostalgic sake. I still think the booster pack slash boxes slash pack opening would be smart to keep. Um, but I can also see where maybe not making it so hard for collectors slash players, especially to get their hands on certain types of cards to build decks with would be bad either, you know, kind of a a catch 22. Like it's like a, you're damned if you do damned if you don't type of deal. Like, right. You're not going to please everybody. Right. So, but either way, I mean, we don't know for sure. At least I don't. Maybe Zaba's announced it. So if he has again, I apologize for my ignorance, but I am excited to see what Nostalgics is going to do, slash Zaba puts out there as far as 2024 goes. Uh, you know, do they go the route of the master sets? Do they go the route of booster packs slash boxes and stuff? Um, I don't necessarily think there's a wrong answer for either one. I think you could definitely make both ways work. It's just a matter, I guess, also cost efficiency and kind of what you build on on top of that. So Again, stay tuned for that. Uh, maybe next episode we have Ren on and he can, you know, explain things better if there even is updates from then too, uh, or simply just join Zaba's Discord. I'll try to remember to link it down below um, so that you can kind of stay on top of the news like then and there, um, and you know, potentially also ask your own questions, give your own feedback. That would be awesome. Uh, Zaba's been really trying to get feedback from people, uh, kind of inputs on stuff, his opinion or your opinions on these type of questions, honestly. So uh, be in the Discord if you can. That'd be cool and probably be really helpful. Oh. So it's um, a,
1: good to see that the, he's not just folding up like some had predicted that it was going to happen. And, ha,
0: ha, 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 you were wrong, Zen. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so moving on, uh, I think that's pretty much it. Again, we're excited for 2024, just kind of overall. Lots of exciting potential stuff coming. Do you
1: have a New Year's resolution?
0: No, I mean, pretty much I would like to get back to the streaming thing. That's about it. I don't know that I would specifically ever get hardcore back into streaming pack openings. Uh, Just cost efficiency, you know, if I'm not opening, like if I'm not doing large openings anyways. Like, pack redemptions is one thing. Pack openings like you know, I'm um, open booster boxes and stuff gets a little bit pricier, so yeah, yeah. Probably- well, we got
1: some, uh, we definitely got some good stuff coming for you guys in the next year. I know for sure that, uh, we got some, uh, Legions of Will coming, it's been a little bit delayed, but it is coming. I apologize to Legions of Will, we did not forget about you, it just came at a bad time. So it'll, we'll be doing something on that <clears throat> one. Hopefully maybe a live stream on that one or giveaways on that one. So just stay
0: tuned. Yeah. This pretty much everything we, get we, we try to do uh giveaways with as well, because the way we look at it is they were gracious enough to bless us with some packs. We would like to also bless you guys with some packs. Um, So, Stay tuned. We Once it. we get things going, and the logistics worked out, we can talk about that more and actually announce things. And of course, we'll give you at least a couple weeks or so heads up whatever we're gonna do. Uh, oh, and then, for also, sure, there.
1: this is the year we hit a thousand.
0: <clears throat> Shaving <Shave> suit <throat> on eyebrows. Um, no, not at all. Uh, and uh, I believe Zen has the uh, Vanquisher stuff too, so we'll have a couple things coming up uh, at some point. But yeah, I believe it is that time. Ding ding ding. Pickups of the week, 2024 edition. Ooh, 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 ooh. Um, Tudon, did you have any pickups for this week?
1: Um, I opened it, but uh, uh where would it go? Where did it go? Oh, it's under this. I got this chunky blue cheese. Yeah. I had wings. I figured blue cheese was good. But no, I got these. They're uh, Spider-Man car coasters. So they they're go down in the little be, cup holders. And they're supposed to absorb your your condensation off your stuff so you don't get that ring in the bottom of your cup holder. That's pretty cool. But I use them on my desk because then I don't leave rings on my desk because I really don't do that in the car. of I just have this thing and it doesn't leave a ring.
0: Yeah. Well
1: good thing but about it. other than Bloody that. Crazy. But other than that, uh no, I didn't get anything else this week.
0: Oh.
1: Huh. I mean I got this lottery ticket, but I don't know what to do with it. You know, it's a scratch ticket. I don't scratch know. it. I don't, I don't even know where. Yeah, I don't I'll be honest, I don't know how to do that stuff either.
0: <laughs> mm. Well, all I know is I'm gonna kick your ass this week in fantasy i don't know you're projected to lose but it's a two-week thing so we'll see
1: Yeah, um, winner. you will notice number yeah. five
0: i did put up my charizard board finally shout out to my wife for getting me an over the door hanger thing so i and you know i don't know why it took that long to think about that but uh yeah we got some first chapter product in we actually just opened one of these like literally moments before the podcast uh Nothing great as far, far as the pools go, but you do get oversized cards and the promos. So it's, you know, what you see on there. Um, so you've got the Hades and the, I believe that's Mulan, right? Yeah, Mulan. Mulan. Um, cool. Their oversized promos are pretty small. They're not like Pokemons. Uh, but we also Elders got They're similar to the Transformer sized The booster boxes. So got some uh, first chapter booster boxes, just two of each. Um but we'll probably open one, keep one sealed. That's the usual routine. Uh, and then I got this is all Christmas stuff. Actually, those I bought, but um, got some of these tins here. Uh, so eventually, I'll crack them open. Uh, all the I never actually bought any of these, which is cool because then they did these dual packs. They were like twenty bucks, I believe. So really good purchase, honestly. Uh, pretty cheap packs overall. Um, I'm trying to think. Boy, there's deals. Um, I'm pretty sure there was something... Oh, not to go through all my little Christmas gifts, because there's a million, but something Sudon will appreciate. Yeah. The old Pokemon Go Plus Plus. Yeah, Plus Pluses. Plus Plus Boys. Touch the tips. Um, touch we're the, the pee t- boys. We're the pee boys. Touch yeah, tips. <laughs> touch the tips. So... Now, to yours, i got to ask you a question, Sudon, since you've obviously had yours for a good while. When you set this thing up and you start going out and about, is it just constantly vibrating and flashing like crazy?
1: What do you mean, is it constantly vibrating and flashing?
0: Watch, okay? Watch it right now. I'll pull up Pokemon Go right now, and I'll, I'll show you what I'm talking about. So, now if okay, it's, uh... I don't know how to change these things, and it, it's not a big deal. It's a little bit of a big deal, I guess. But uh oh, I have Bluetooth turned off. though that's gonna be a problem. Um okay, so I just connected it, right? You see it right now. Now it just starts going ham. Like it just starts like attacking all these Pokemon and catching them, and it just does all Roku these crazy Roku, Roku. light ups and stuff. So, so if yours if it does, does
1: this, green. If it's green, it's a. it's gonna try to catch a Pokemon. If it flashes yellow and does it like a eh, 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 vibration like a different thing that means you have never caught that it won't catch it for you it's waiting for you to press the button
0: if it pops up blue that means it's a stop. so it's interesting because this thing does this though like it just all the different colors and vibrations like crazy i kind of wanted it to just work on its own like you know be chill and quiet but (laughs) you want to get yourself so much attention
1: It's just a nice washcloth, put this on it, and it kind
0: of muffles that vibration. Well, the the colors too, though. Like I'll be out and about, like we go to the gym in the mornings, and so I'll I'll pull this up as we go for the sake of it catching everything in our area and then on the ride. And it's just like it's just like this crazy flashing going on because you figure it's at night, or I guess early morning, but you know it's dark out. So it's just funny because it's doing all these flashings and stuff. But no, this thing is awesome. I mean it, it goes pretty crazy. I'm excited, especially for like community days and stuff, because now I will be able to catch all the shinies I want without ever having to even really worry about the game.
1: So now if you want it to speak to you or make noises for Pikachu, you'll have to connect it with Pokemon Sleep. After a while, the Pikachu stops speaking. Uh, but the if it does the rainbow colors, it means it was a successful catch. Like that was a successful cat.
0: There's, I'm trying to think of, I I enabled the Pikachu voice. It when I first turned it on, it was like Pika Pika and like started talking. So, yeah. Anyways, I thought this was pretty cool. I think it's funny because Allie thinks it's funny that you know because she got it for me. Um, She thinks it's like silly that I wanted it for you know. Obviously, it's just like for me to sit here and not have to play the game to catch Pokemon. But I think it's awesome. It's safer
1: because honestly, I like I throw it in my pocket while I'm at work and I'll be walking along the floor. My store happens to be on a Pokestop. And so, like, just no, and it is not there. You have to leave a- the game open, though, right? No, you can shut your game. Wait, the game has to be running in the background. Like, if you shut the game off, like, you close it out. It disconnect, essentially. It disconnects it. But if you just, like, shut off your screen or you go to a different app, unless your phone's set up to be weird, but uh, it'll just run in the background. I just leave it in my pocket and I'll just use like, and that's honestly become like the safest way to do poke because I don't have a partner. I don't have somebody to sit in the passenger seat when I'm driving, you know? So I'm I just intrigued. sit that activate it, and then I start driving, you know, I know where all the poker stops are at this point for wherever I've happened to hunt. Yeah. So I could just go to an area and like, what's great is I'll sit there like on community days and I'll just go, press this Pokemon, press this Pokemon, press this Pokemon, and I'll be checking all the Pokemon around it, and then after it'll be sitting there catching it, catching Pokemon. So I'll just sit there and be like, oh, bury this, 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 this." and then you can also tell it to be like, I want to catch the Pokemon myself, and what's is cool about the plus plus is you can actually tell it which ball to use
0: on that one. Yeah, now the only thing I don't understand is, so I have it set, Right. And once I enabled it, like once I hooked it up, it gave me like the um the new challenge, like the Pokemon Go Plus, whatever challenge. Um <laughs> and so it says catch 10 Pokemon in Great Balls or Ultra Balls using Pokemon Go Plus Plus. Right. Now I know what you're thinking. So yeah, put in the Pokemon Go for you know the the uh whatchamacallit. Now if I can get it to open. You tell me. Which ball is selected?
1: Great ball, and then you have to take away the Pokemon Auto Throw. What, why?
0: Because it won't throw the Great Balls.
1: Oh it'll yeah, only, it'll key. only
0: throw the Auto Throw will only throw regular Pokeballs. See, it's a problem when you don't read things. It literally says Auto Throw will only use Pokeballs, not Great Balls. So, <laughs> yeah that that makes sense. Makes yeah. a lot of sense. All right. Well. Now it's got some
1: nuances. It makes it so you're not like paid you know winning automatically. But if
0: it's a shiny, they're automatic 100 percent immediately catch. attacking the new Pokemon in the area. I love it. I, I think it's, it's awesome. It's it's just, just... It's, it's, it's personal,
1: it sets it sets a personal and it's the best tool for community days, honestly. Because if you're driving through
0: heavily density, it's gonna automatically catch the, the, the shiny. It's well, 100%. and that's what I was I was telling Ali, I was like, that's one of the things I'm super excited for, is because there's been a couple times for Community Days, like, it's like in 10 minutes, and then I completely forget to check anything. And I'm like, "But I wouldn't have to worry about it if that, you know, if I had it, you know? So.
1: The only thing I'll have complaints on it, and that's going to just be any technology, is it just likes to disconnect on its own. But I think that's just kind of Niantic is stupid and doesn't know how to make a
0: product work 100%, you know? Well, and that's the other thing. It's funny because you're we talking about the 2024 predictions and stuff. It's like I am interested in how much longer Pokemon Go goes for.
1: But well, they're already into the current generation, so Pokemon Go is pretty much uh, they're 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 in their final final years. I don't think we'll see it in three years, unless you never some, know. You never know unless another generation's announced this year. Which I'm as I'm with you, I'm not ready for another generation. I think sword and shield and this uh
0: generation were too close. But I guess. I mean, because they're kind of on that like two year thing, right? When you think about it, if they did roughly every two years, nine generations, that's eighteen years. Yeah. I, I'm fine with them doing it every other three, but that's just, you know. I'm also not a Nat Dexer, so Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm interested in, you know, all that uh, as far as what 2024 will bring. I don't think it's going to be a new generation, but you never know. Um but for now it'll be detective pikachu 6. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I doubt that. But I am I am, you know, at least excited I think the collectability of Pokemon is going to go up from a They're going to get the grand theft auto Pokemon <laughs> crossover event. Oh Jesus. You ever, you've seen those videos where they like set up a first person shooter with Pokemon I've seen yeah they're pretty awful yes yeah, it's, it's wild for sure um, oh, my favorite one was the Harry Potter one where he's just like you know yeah.
1: shooting people down with the wall. I'm like oh my
0: god that's so terrible oh, yeah, on the brooms <laughs> or whatever <Yeah. laughs> but anyways I think that pretty much wraps up this episode our first episode of 2024 again 2020. happy new year Hopefully you had a good holiday season and all that kind of stuff. And hopefully 2024 brings you an even better year than 2023. Um, And hopefully tomorrow we get that
1: $20,000 we've been waiting three seasons, four seasons for that we were promised by
0: a former member. If somebody wants to invest, invest in us like that, that'd be crazy. You know, we wouldn't necessarily say no. Let us know uh, if you're ready to invest in the old Cardboard Addicts podcast. We're all willing to quit our... I know
1: Ren's ready to quit his job to go full content creation. That dude's really excited for it. That's not <laughs> even... That's a diss. I mean, that's... I mean, he really, I think, would love that. I think we'd all do that, although Zen and I would have a hard... Be hard-pressed to try to be motivated to make videos anymore. He did create a channel to stream, and then he never streamed
0: on it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's funny because I was thinking about how my 2023 resolution was like to stream more consistently and all that. And then I just died. So it's hard when the platform works against you. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I just it was also one of those things where, like, you just all of a sudden work picks up with stuff and then you can't. And those type of things,
1: you know, life will get you. It does every time. Likes to
0: hit you square in the face sometimes. They're like, here's
1: this episode of Godzilla, you know, Monarch, and cut off with a, with a cliffhanger. Now we got to
0: wait two weeks or that. That's just... Well, think about it. I don't know if you were really a Stranger Things fan, but when Stranger Things left off on that cliffhanger back in, like, 2022, here we are. <laughs> we're still waiting. Yeah, so... They're
1: done. They're ready to do it. I, apparently, I, they're all ready to go, because the kids were on different projects
0: in the strike, so... Well, the problem is they're all going to be, you know, 80 years old by the time this next season gets filmed. So it's going to be 2000s era. (sighs) Yeah, it's going to be weird. They're going to get all new cast. Oh, man. The first part of 2024. Technically, not really, but, you know, anyways, we appreciate you all for being here. We hope you're ready for the new season. It's going to be great. Uh, We're excited uh, ourselves and we're excited to take you along on this journey. Some um, new
1: series coming up on the channel. Check us out. Where more shorts will be coming up. We're also going to start the What's in the Box.
0: Yeah, What's in the Box Dude, I still haven't uh, finished
1: unpacking from the place I moved two years ago. I have
0: a bunch of boxes. Wow. Crazy. Technically, neither did I when we moved, but I'm not going to because it's all like sealed product. So, hey. all right, y'all. Peace out. Love you all. We'll see you in the next episode. Deuces. Enchilada Supreme.